Welcome to another episode of Green Mountain Disability Stories. Green Mountain Disability Stories comes out monthly and features stories told by Vermonters with disabilities about their experiences, opinions, and the systems that support and thwart them here in the Green Mountain state of Vermont. In this episode, we welcome Ocean Streeter and April Streeter to the show. Ocean Streeter lives in Hyde Park, Vermont, with cerebral palsy, or CP, and autism spectrum disorder, or ASD. And in this episode, Ocean talks with her sibling, April Streeter, about academic accommodations, independent living, self-advocacy, and the road Ocean's currently on to becoming a published author. Let's listen. Hi, I am April Streeter. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm here with my sibling. Hello, I am Ocean Streeter. My pronouns are she, they, and it is a pleasure to be here today. Cool. All right, so yeah, Ocean and I are siblings, um, but I'm really happy to be here today to talk with Ocean and um, share some information. So I, I guess we'll start, Ocean, if you don't mind taking us through your diagnoses. Well, my diagnoses are um, cerebral palsy um, and autism. Thank you. Can you maybe take us through the timeline of your diagnoses? Well, I was diagnosed um, during my college years um, by uh, Dr. Mary Cotton. Um, and I wanted to be diagnosed because um, I needed assistance. And in order to get assistance from uh, Northeast Kingdom Human Services, I, I needed to um, qualify by being diagnosed. And this is your ASD diagnosis? Autism, yes. Thank you. Can you share a little bit about um, how things changed for you after you got your ASD diagnosis? Um, after I got my uh, ASD diagnosis, um, well, could you elaborate? Of course. <laughs> so, um, how do you feel, if at all, um, things changed for you, maybe in what you were able to access for services, or yeah, maybe just that, were you able to access different services um, or different supports after your diagnosis? Well, um, after my diagnosis, and maybe even, maybe even before, I can't be sure at the time, but um, I accessed um, TRIO, mm -hmm. And like academic support services, um, which are very helpful, um, instrumental to my success, mm -hmm. and eventual graduation from Vermont State University Johnson. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some of yeah, some of my accommodations were extra protect, um, were things such as like extra time on tests. Cool. Um, awesome. Yeah. So you just mentioned something big that I am super proud of you as a sibling and happy for you about, which is that you graduated with your bachelor's degree a couple of years ago. 
So can you, well, what did you, what did you major in? What was your major? Well, originally I had wanted, um, wanted to become an herbalist. Mm-hmm. And so I um, enrolled in the wellness, wellness and alternative medicine program. Mm-hmm. Um, but after some thought, I figured a better course of action would be to pursue other things that I'm passionate about. Um, and so my um, degree is interdisciplinary studies with a concentration in written communication, psychology, and wellness and alternative medicine. Um, and written communication because I always wanted to write. Originally, I wanted to write for a newspaper. But now, as time has gone on, I really enjoy writing fiction, so I want to pursue that interest. Super cool. Well, I like, um, or I, of course I like, but um, I am glad that you mentioned the piece about writing, because that's something that I thought would be super cool to talk about. Um, You love writing. Um, can you share maybe why you love writing? Or I shouldn't put words in your mouth, but I think you love writing. Well, I love writing because it allows me to be able to think about what I have to say and communicate in a clear and concise and coherent way, mm. in a way that um, through conventional, just um, face-to-face communication, um, it's a bit of a difficulty for me. Mm-hmm because I have a slower processing speed mm-hmm. when it comes to receiving information. Sure. And so it takes me longer to come up with responses. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And so it allows me to take the time I need to fully think through my ideas mm-hmm. and flesh them out. And I just enjoy writing on the computer. Mm-hmm. And I'm just getting, I'm getting really be- much better this year, I think, at communicating both in person and through electronic means, so, yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me, that, like, being able to sit down and take the time to process things and and write them out, that makes a lot of sense that that would be something that you might find kind of enjoyable and comforting. Um, So what do you like to write about? Well, I like to write... um, well, my love of writing began with poetry, and then mm-hmm. just recently I started um, writing short stories. And the short story that I submitted for publication is about, it's like this love story between two people who um, have, are nearly virgin and have autism, and like how, how to like, they fall in love with each other because they both have like, social difficulties mm-hmm. and understanding like one key like example that it's based around is like my character doesn't know how to like ask somebody for like to go out to lunch mm-hmm. and, is af- and is so afraid that they're going to say like that they don't want to or respond in a negative way that they have trouble even reaching out at all mm-hmm. and then but then they meet the character is unnamed but they meet Daisy who is another person um, and uh, they learn, yeah, yeah, they learn more about each other and like how they how they think and they're able to support each other because so they have similar ways of thinking about the world in terms of social interactions. So, yeah. 
Is that something you'd like to see published someday? Yes, in fact, I, um, because I went to Vermont University, John, um, yeah, Vermont State University, Johnson. Right, it had a different name, I think, when you went there. Formerly known, it's as, evolved. formerly known as NVU Johnson, mm -hmm. but um, it has now evolved to Vermont State University, Johnson, and while I was in school, I took an editing and publishing class, and mm -hmm. we, um, um, one of the uh, literary magazine at Johnson is known as Pomplamoose, and so um, I submitted it there because I thought it would be good exposure, and especially since I went to school at Johnson, like, it'd just be nice, nice to um, contribute to, back to a place that really helped shape me as a person, so. So, Ocean, do you want to talk a little bit about your advocacy? Um, sure. I am a part of my local self-advocacy group in Morrisville, um, which is ultimately a part of Green Mountain, Green Mountain Self-Advocates, which is a self-advocacy, um, a, a group of self-advocacy groups like throughout the state, um, they're based in Montpelier. And they, what they do, the work that they do is they just help people um, stand up for themselves and understand their rights and how to access services. And, um, yeah. I know you mentioned to you, or you mentioned to me before, um, that you went to a, was it a workshop this I went to a conference called Voices and Choices, and there's different um, workshops. It's just, it's uh, people choose, and then but they talk about topics that are relevant to people with disabilities. And, mm -hmm. um, well, there was like an LGBTQ mm -hmm. um, talk. And, yeah. Was that, what was that experience like, sort of being around people who maybe, you know, were like-minded and cared about listening stuff? Was he? I think it was a good experience. Um, I didn't know what to expect because, well, it's like a two-day event. It's like a night and a day. Mm. It, may, wow. it may even be three days, but um, I think it's three days. I'm not entirely sure, but... Um, yeah, there's a sleepover in the hotel and stuff, but um, I just went for the day. Okay, cool. So, Ocean, so you've talked about your writing and about how that's really something that brings you a lot of joy um, and kind of one of your passions, really. Where do you see that writing taking you um, in the future? Maybe what's... What's your goal with your writing? Well, my goal with my writing is to well, hopefully get published um, well, by Pamplemus first, Pamplemus first, mm -hmm. but then also to just continue writing short stories and submitting mm -hmm. them to different literary magazines. But then eventually my eventual goal is to write a novel mm -hmm. of, I'd say, a good uh, page length would be about 200 pages. So, yes. 
So you are really kind of looking to publish your work? Absolutely, yes. And really kind of build it up in volume? Uh, yes. I've never approached writing material with chapters before, but mm. I feel as though I'm capable of it. And the nice thing is if you write as much, as many pages as you want to be a chapter, so mm. there really is no... That's true, there's no, some there flexibility really is no there. there. So, so I wanted to loop back to kind of where we started. So you spoke about being diagnosed with autism and how, um, you know, that came in your 20s, right, after, after high school. Yes. Um, I'm wondering if you could talk about when you were diagnosed with cerebral palsy. Well, I was born premature um, at 26 weeks gestation, mm -hmm. and I had a brain bleed mm -hmm. and it collapsed lung. Mm -hmm. And the brain bleed contributes to the fact that I have a slower processing speed, but I have a verbal IQ of 135. Mm -hmm. That's pretty impressive. And I believe it. I feel like your writing um, really showcases your vocabulary. Well, you know, other things like your creativity. A very creative and artistic person, definitely. Yes, I love reading books. I love reading, um, learning new words. Um, recent, um, for a while, I started teaching myself uh, Korean. Mm -hmm. um, that's so cool. Through Duolingo, but um, and that's going pretty well. I have I need to get back to it, but sometimes you don't want. It's fun though. Yeah, that is cool. Super cool. So, I, well, something that I think another, something else I'm really happy for you that's happened in the last year or so is that um, you have found an independent living situation. Um, can you talk about what that experience has been like? It's been really good um, for me. I live in Hyde Park, mm -hmm. and um, I have my own apartment, and then um, another person has, has their apartment next to me. Mm -hmm. And then my landlord um, is lives above me, and it's really nice. We do a lot of stuff. We go to the movies often, um, sometimes in Burlington. Probably my favorite cinema, cinema is probably the Roxy, I'd say, because of the greater variety of movies they have. Mm -hmm. Because they have um, more like ones from film festivals and stuff. So it's, I'm a big film buff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I always look to you for like movie recommendations, show recommendations, music recommendations. Yeah, I love I love music. Um, Pretty much any genre. Mm -hmm. You're very open-minded. Yeah. When it comes to that. And even even so much as classical, I used to not particularly prefer it, but mm -hmm. I don't. I like it now. I, I want to explore it more, mm -hmm. um, more closely. But yeah. right. So you um, you mentioned that you have your own apartment, and it's situated right next to someone else, and 
um, could you talk about kind of the technical term for your living setup? Technical term for my living situation is a shared living provider, Ooh. which allows me to be independent, but also if I need assistance with anything, and um, he helps me cook, take me go to the movies, um, drives me to the store. And just it's in ways ways to facilitate my independence mm. while providing me um, opportunities to yeah opportunities to facilitate my independence. yeah. So you kind of have your own space, um, and you you know you can make your daily schedule. You kind of take care of business, and then you have your shared living provider who's there to really kind of just support you. And I eat dinner with him. Mm -hmm. That's nice. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we eat dinner and we play, like to play um, Yahtzee or, mm -hmm. or uh, Sorry or Trouble. Okay. Um, yeah, we play mm -hmm. games. Do you feel like your outlook has changed since moving into the situation? Like your outlook on. Um, Maybe I'll leave it open to that. How has your outlook changed since we've been My outlook has changed in that I definitely feel more capable of doing things on my own mm. than I ever have because um, before moving to Hyde Park, I attempted to live in South Burlington and I, that was unsuccessful mm. for many reasons. And so it was a bit of a rough couple of years. But now that I am in Hyde Park, um, mm -hmm. I feel like it's where I'm supposed to be. And it's close by to Johnson. Yeah, so it's, familiar. it's a familiar territory. So. And you're working with Green Mountain Support Services, is that right, in Hyde Park? Um, or in Mossville, yes. Cool. Awesome. So, something else I wanted to circle back to was your college experience. So you told me about your triple major or your major in interdisciplinary studies. Um, so what do you think enabled you to kind of be successful in your college career? What were the supports that were available to you? Well, being part of, of the TRIO program was definitely instrumental to my success. Um, as I mentioned before, they provided things like accommodations such as extra time on tests and mm -hmm. just quiet study space and there were snacks and it's just a nice place to decompress after a long day. Mm. Some, some uh, the staff were always people you felt comfortable with, with mm. talking with and you had an issue, had any problems, you could feel free to talk with them. Yeah, it was, a, it was a family. Yeah, I consider it a family kind of situation. That's really great. Do you feel like things would have been more difficult had you not had that kind of family of support? Yes, because college, for any um, prospective college student, college is difficult. Mm. It, but while it is difficult, it is also extremely rewarding because you get to the end of the, end of the road 
you graduate and you're like, I did it. Yeah. But there were many times where I was like, I don't know if I can do this. It's too mm -hmm. hard. And there's like times where I, I, I wanted to quit, but then I knew that I needed to do this because I wanted to be successful in my life. Mm -hmm. And I know I had problems in the past with school. Um, and so, but I finally found a home at Johnson and yeah, definitely it helped shape me into the person mm -hmm. that I am today. So. That's great. Yeah. So, what do you feel like, or what does it mean to you to have your degree? It means um, very much to me, it means quite a lot to me. Um, it means like all the sleepless nights, all the stress of assignments and asking for extensions because I didn't have, I didn't make, make enough time or whatever, or whatever the case may be. It was all worth it because I got a degree and it means something. It means that I can pursue my hopes, my goals and dreams. And, it was just—it was just like it was a crash course in life and mm. social interaction, and I had ups and downs with that too. But it was all—it all culminated in a, it was all worth it. So. Mm. Sounds like it was a learning experience in like every sense of the word. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Uh, is there anything you wanted to add about your college experience, or something you like wish you had known going into it? With my college experience, something that I wish I would have known would probably be um, well, yeah, the fact of trio and accommodations and mm. abilities to reach out for help mm. with academics. Yeah, that's something that somebody that people listening and watching should definitely know and look into and. Mm. Um, I'm hoping that I was helpful in the explanation. Yeah. So you're saying, you know, for people looking into college or higher education who might be nervous about, you know, how it's all going to go down, you're saying there are, you know, potentially some supports for them if they look into that. And it was helpful for you. Yes, it was. Yeah. And yes, yes, there are. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Well, just that it was a pleasure speaking with you today, and um, yeah, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. It's a pleasure speaking with you today, too. This has been another episode of Green Mountain Disability Stories, a monthly show featuring stories told by Vermonters with disabilities about their experiences, opinions, and the systems that support and thwart them here in the Green Mountain state of Vermont. We want to thank Ocean Streeter and April Streeter for coming on the show this time around, along with a special shout out to Michelle Streeter, their mom. The music for this episode is Waves Are Only Beautiful When They Break by Soul June, licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. 
Green Mountain Disability Stories is produced by the Center on Disability and Community Inclusion at the University of Vermont. You can find a full transcript of this and every episode at go.uvm.edu slash green mountain disability stories. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you.